0: Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television, the CMO Insights Series. I'm your host, Jeff Pedowitz, President and CEO of the Pedowitz Group. Today as our guest, we have David Reske, who is founder and CEO of NowSpeed. David, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. You bet. So I think about 20 years now you've had this company, right? About yeah, fifteen years, but it seems like twenty. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. So, tell us a little bit now. Nowspeed. Um, what was
1: your inspiration for starting it, and and who are you today? Sure. Now Speed's a digital marketing agency. We help our clients drive demand. Uh, we're a highly integrated uh, team that uh, that. Produces really good for results for clients. I mean, my primary motivation for starting the company was we wanted to make a difference in the world through the, uh, the things we could help our clients achieve. And so we started building marketing services back then around email marketing, added search marketing, digital advertising, social media marketing. So now we've got a fully integrated suite of digital marketing services and we like to help our clients be successful. So
0: if you went back to 2003, what percentage of the marketplace do you think was actually responsible or cared about driving demand versus today?
1: You know, back then it was uh, pretty early in digital marketing. And so there was still, you know, there was, you know, and I think if I look at the stats back then, I think Google ad spending was like $4 billion. And we were looking at these projections of it going to, you know, 8 and 12 and now it's tens of billions. And Google's worth hundreds of billions. So that's just a just a piece of it. But you know, what I've observed over the last fifteen years is that money in advertising and marketing is moving into the digital space as rapidly as possible because it's all very measurable, it's highly accountable. And so it's been exciting to kinda ride that wave and and you know, help clients be successful along the way. So
0: um, so much changes in the marketplace over the last ten or fifteen years or so.
1: How have you adapted uh, in terms of what you're providing for your clients? Well, as I mentioned, we really started in email because um, that was the simplest thing to start with back in 2004, 2003, you know, starting with simple email campaigns. Um, and then from there, uh, within a year, we added uh, search engine optimization services because we knew that that was going to be you know, important. And then Google AdWords back in the day you know, when it was called AdWords. Um, started with simple text ads. And then I think in 2007, we added um, social media services, mainly organic, and then got heavy into social media advertising services. And then along the way, added marketing automation as well. So, you know, as the technology has gotten better and each of these tools has become better at delivering results rather than just, you know, interesting things to do for clients, we really tried to focus on a rel- relatively small set of things. That make the biggest impact. I mean, the, the exciting thing in digital marketing today is there's just dozens or even hundreds of things you could do well, but we try to focus on the things that are really gonna make the drive the best results for clients. That is true. There are a lot of things uh, that, that that you could do. Um,
0: do you think that that marketers are buying services from agencies different now? I mean, it, it's uh, we, we see so many industries being disrupted. With all different kinds of models, whether it's recurring revenue or subscription or packages, I mean, are people still doing the classic retainer agency or agency fixed price project, or, or are you seeing any changes?
1: Well, they're still doing that, and that's you know definitely still keeping us in business, and that's a that's a really good thing. But what I have seen is that since the technology has gotten better and better, we probably all seen the uh, chief Martech slide that has five thousand logos of tech. So even tech. more now I think it's like seven or eight thousand that's crazy well, yeah. they're gonna have to roll it out on a billboard you know, so we can, <laughs> we yep. it's kind of crazy you know so that's been just this massive investment in marketing tech really over the last 15 years I mean what was that slide like back in 2004 It was probably 20 30 fifty and now it's six or seven thousand right? right so I mean, what you that's could enabled- find your logo <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, so what that's enabled um, companies to do is it's it's just making it easier for them to do it themselves. So what one of you know our biggest competitors is really, you know, companies who want to do it themselves. And so, uh, you know, I, um, so we have to constantly stay on the forefront of technology and the forefront of innovation and forefront of services. I mean, today, if, for example, anybody can, you know, with 50 bucks open a google adwords account and start spending money with google and so the the magic isn't being able to turn on a google account and start spending money the magic is for us being able to turn that spending into business outcomes that drive real results yeah and, and i think we've tried to take a similar focus too throughout the years
0: is just really focusing on the outcomes um you know one of the things i constantly remind my team about is you know, we're not we're not in the automobile industry right there are not high barriers to entry anybody uh, that can, can start claiming that they're an expert or go and to a myriad of agency sites, copy content, change a couple words, and then all of a sudden it looks like that they do what everyone else is doing. So it just means that we have to continue to innovate, continue to add value for our customers um, and, st- and stay stay on the edge. And that's that's what our customers are expecting too. Um, how, how have the people that you brought into your firm changed over the last, last few years? Is it still the same type of skill sets? Are they different?
1: Yeah, I think we're looking for people that are more analytical now than we were. I think in the early days, we felt we could take marketing, experienced marketing generalists and train them in digital and have them become effective. And so we hired a wide variety of people. And so today we often look for um, you know people earlier in their career who are very trainable. They come out of college, they're kind of eager to learn. And so we've got a really solid actually we have a a very structured three-year training program for new college grads and so we look for highly analytical people then kind of jump in with good communication skills and then grow through our training program Um, and so we're more apt to be good at training people into this position than taking experienced people and then plugging them into roles Uh, and that really works well for our culture as well Uh, we just get really good results that way but it is a much more you have to be much more analytical, you have to be much more willing to learn new tech and adapt very quickly. Uh, I think I just did a count, you know, out of those um, six or 7,000 tools, on a daily basis, we're using 50 of them. And that's a lot to ask of a marketer, you know, who's working with multiple accounts. Uh, So, you know, switching between different tool sets and using the best, you know, ad products, not everybody's using 50 every day, but you've got to be able to really learn it quickly. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? We
0: were uh, a couple of years ago. We were just going through our internal budgeting, and, we're, and we noticed that our computer and software spending was just going up through the roof. And uh, our team did an inventory, and it was like, like, something like fifty some technologies we were using internally just to run the business and service our customers. And so we're like, okay, do we need do we need all that? And then again, imagine for a company of our size, because we you know we're a small to mid sized business. I mean, what does it look like? at a mid-market or global enterprise, they must deal with hundreds, if not thousands of, of applications. It's
1: got to be insane, right? Right. Yeah, it is. And that's, you know, part of the value we provide. You know, when we come into a client engagement, we bring that whole tool set and we can really hit the ground running with um, great pool process. Uh, like oh, one thing I, said, I tell my clients is when you hire us, we don't show up and say, hey, what do you want us to do today? We come in with a systematic process with the tools set and we just hit the ground running and we're really driving the campaign the driving the program and i think that's a lot of our value add we're, we work well with clients who want to get things done and drive business results rather than just have another body can who can do good stuff you know they can they can hire that anywhere and that's uh that's concerned continue to serve as well you, you mentioned earlier that you try and stay focused with the services you provide is
0: the same thing on the customers that you try and serve i mean do, is there a certain part of the market that you really focus in on?
1: Yeah, we've really focused on um, lead generation programs. So uh, by that, I mean companies that have sell big ticket items that want to drive leads. And so the best industries for us are often B2B industries. We do a lot in tech. We do a lot in business services. Um, but we also do some B2C markets like education where there's a big ticket. Uh, so we work with a lot of universities where they're trying to set up a, sign up a um, you know a graduate student and that's a hundred thousand dollar sale for them so anytime you can drive big ticket um, uh, or need leads for big ticket sales whether it's tech or education you know we've got really good programs and efficient processes
0: to get that done. So are your contracts pay for performance then based upon how many leads you generate?
1: No, we're not in that part of the lead generation mode. We're really in the services mode. So, most of our contracts are retainer-based. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we're we're really, uh, you know, we work with basically we have two types of clients. One client that will buy a specific service like SEO or social media, and another client that's buying a whole outsourced digital marketing team where they really want SEO, social media, digital advertising, marketing animation support email. Um, maybe some content development, really from one integrated team. And then they you know that lets the client focus on strategy and messaging, and maybe some other content pieces where they've got really a team of people who get things done. That makes a lot of sense. So uh, I, we all have favorite
0: clients. Uh, many we can't talk about though, but uh, it, it just but do you have one that
1: you, you know, that you can that you think, hey, you know this is a really great story, and we really help them transform. Yeah, you know, um, we work with, you know, some marquee clients. Uh, so Nokia is a client of ours, and, um, and they're great. It's fun working on big global campaigns. I mean, we work with some of their divisions, and it's great to see, you know, you think of a global brand like that, but it's really fun to work with individuals who are making a difference with specific divisions. You know, it's, um, sometimes it's challenging to learn all of their language and their acronyms and their tech, and I love it when our people kind of dive into that and really and get it and really make a difference and so you know it's kind of interesting to work with a large company like that where you've got to work with lots of process and lots of approvers Um, and I'm really proud of our team the way we get that done you know the other end of the scale we've got some you know a, a relatively small wealth management firm that we work with where we're their entire you know marketing department if you will and so for them we're running their email campaigns and managing their website and it's just kind of fun on the other end of the scale to see a small company where we kind of drive good results and get things done. So, I, you know, I, I like both of those. Um, uh, you know, it's just, it's just fun to, to make an impact wherever you can. So as someone that's been doing this for a while now, uh,
0: what do you think is coming next? Is there some big trends that, that we should be paying attention to as agencies where we can provide value for our customers?
1: Well, I think that there's, you know, a lot of potential in, you know, artificial intelligence and big data. And it's going to be interesting to see if we're, you know, going to be um, needed to kind of bring all that data together or if some of the firms that we work with will provide all that for us. For example, you know, like Google has, you know, we use Google advertising products. So Google ads, right? Um, They have so many platforms and they have incredible amounts of data, that, but we don't have to manage any of that big data. We get to take advantage of all that big data. So I think getting smarter about how we're using those products is uh, is important. I think that you know the other big trend is where we used to put all these little software pieces together to make things effective. Today, we see some all-in-one products like HubSpot um, be really good and getting better at allowing us to do analytics and email and marketing automation and advertising management and maybe social media management and all in one. And then, you know, today they're maybe not best in class in all those categories, but with their investment, will they get there? Will we be able to uh, get to a place where we really have one platform where we can manage everything through? I think that's something. uh, You know, one of the biggest challenges I think that we often face is where do you make your bets, right? Which technology and which platforms are gonna be the, the best. Um, I don't know if you get this experience, but I get three or four calls every day from different technology providers that wanna sell me something new or work with me as a partner. So it's you know making those choices, yeah, it's hard. So you got to make it constantly
0: and, and calls from our clients, you know, they, they want to move from this platform to this platform this vendor is giving a better, better deal, but should they move? Because will it do what they need it to do? Um, and certainly there's more convergence, I think now, I mean, at least with the top four five, six uh, marketing platforms, I mean, they all have pretty much enough capability for most marketing organizations. They can do what they need, but then it's beyond that, right? It's, it's, where are you going as a company and, and who are you trying to market to? Or is it worldwide? Through what channels are you trying to reach your target audience? And it's, it's never a simple uh, question once you get past the core platform, right? And then what's the ecosystem? Now, I, I'm not sure that we'll ever get to truly one uh, platform, but but I I, th- I can see an ecosystem of, of systems working together in a, in a more coordinated way. Right? That, yeah. that would make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of people talk about AI, pontificate about it. You know, some people are going to say, well, it's just going to be like Terminator machines are going to market to machines, or we're not even going to need marketers anymore in a couple of years. What do you think?
1: Well, I think the technology will continue to get better. And so things like uh, that were more manual in the past, like uh, like AB and multivariate testing, where it took a lot of thought and a lot of Detailed strategies to kind of manage those. I think those will become built into the platforms and make it, it will, it'll be easier to really manage that. that those of things. AI will automate some of that and just give us the right answer, give us the best answer. But there's going to be always um, a lot of thought required to build really good marketing campaigns that drive results. You got to think clearly about the needs of the target audience, the content that's going to get them to engage, the right calls to action. And I think that there's always going to be a need for thoughtful marketing that makes it work. One of the uh, comments I got um, recently from someone who, you know, instantly bought HubSpot um, said, well, you know, hey, I bought HubSpot. Well, why do I need you? And I said, you know, just as an analogy, I said, well, just before because you buy Salesforce.com, does that mean you don't need a Salesforce? And of course, the answer is no. Right. So, you know, just because you have a platform, you still need to think creatively about the content, about the messaging, about the design, about the flow uh, and about how advertising and organic search and email how it kind of all blends together. One of the initiatives that I'm really working on here is um, to be a big theme for the fall is integration. So you know we're we're actively working on exactly uh, and nailing the integration points between all of these things because one of the things I see all the time with our clients is we, we we're building all these digital silos right the uh, the content people don't necessarily talk to the SEO people they don't necessarily work with the social media people it's a little different than the ad team and so you know we want to be the most highly integrated digital agency and provide all of that those connections. In a systematic way, um, so that makes everything work well together. And I think that that's, you know, that's, it's a human piece that we can add value and bring bring these pieces together. Well said, and uh, I love that
0: analogy. Can I can I borrow that? That's, uh, sure, that's absolutely,
1: great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, great insights, David. Thank you so much for being on the program today, and uh, best of luck uh, and ongoing success for you and your team.
1: Thanks, Jeff. It's great being here.
0: You bet.